And now, Capital 263. What's happening, good people? It's your boy Elliot Twist, and welcome to my two cents. Uh, the co host with the most could not be here today, but I'm joined in studio with a very special guest. Uh, the man behind, he's a very young man, actually, very young man who has done something that I think is just amazing. He's managed to publish his own book. And we are here to talk about um, the book as well as how he helps young people find their careers. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please, for Paddington Nundu. What's up, man? I'm good, man. How's it? Yeah. How's it going? It's good. We are still taking toddler steps. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. So many things happened during the week that I uh, that I found very interesting. For starters, uh, did you hear about Dangot looking for a a bay? Oh yeah. He actually said um, he emphasized that he's sixty-five and not getting any younger. So. I think 65 he, and not getting any younger. Yeah, I think. But he's been married before, right? Yeah, divorced twice, I think. Yeah, divorced twice, mm-hmm. adult kids. Yeah. I had guys, guys, actual guys saying, hey. <laughs> Dude, come on. For a billion dollars. <laughs> for a billion dollars. So everyone out I there. I can be can, the woman you need for a billion dollars. <laughs> I can actually come and stay with you, man. Don't yeah. worry about Don't aging. Be here. Don't go, don't go. I need dementia. I will still be here. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy, yeah. man. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I think, you know, when you've reached a level of success like Dangot, there's a certain detachment that you you get from people i think you get so addicted to the entrepreneurship hustle that you find it very difficult to connect with people and people actually find it difficult to meet your your demands yeah but you know what someone said to me um so every person is an area of influence yeah you know just like lights um so someone is a candle yeah. So if you light a candle, yeah, it is its own radius. Yeah, yeah. Where it's you know it can shine on. Then someone is a bulb. Someone is a fluorescent. So yeah. the type of dangote, if you go to get to do my tower light, <laughs> <laughs> and like, exactly like you're saying, yeah, you you will be high up there, and you cover a, a huge radius, and it's not easy for everyone there to come to you. It, it's it's impossible. It's impossible. You'd have to be his child. Ugh. Sarah, I think he's going to be a uh, tight. Uh, I think you should have taken down notes from Strive. Because <laughs> yeah. Strive seemed to have figured it out oh, early on. I, I love how that family works. You know, that's yeah. that's the perfect um you know, the perfect Example. lifestyle you could you yeah. actually think of, yeah. you know. You have the money, you have the good wife, you have the good family, then the way the kids carry themselves as well, you know, they are just on some other level. Alright, and then um there's some songs that have dropped this week, but Nas <laughs> Winky Diva don't need a parliament. Zibengam dara. Ah, 
the banger. Shit. No, yeah. No, whenever that guy comes to the studio, you know, Kuti, it's going some, to be fire. It's going to be fire. <laughs> uh, I was, I was very much impressed. Very much impressed. Like. <sighs> They they call him a, a dancer or chanter or whatever, but for me, Winky D is just an amazing MC. <laughs> that's that's what I think. Ah. That's what I think. Sure, that guy. You know, it on on the song you touched on something which is very very key, especially towards um, towards the elections now that the independent candidates, you know, yeah. you have the hundred percent to yourself if yeah. you run as an independent candidate. You yeah. know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's. He went in on a lot of issues. Subliminal, though. <laughs> he hit ah, some of them so well. That guy. Ish. Ah, but yeah, artist are nice. <laughs> and then there's another song that I've had in my head this entire week. Yakadim, uh, the comic. Okay. You haven't heard that song? No, I haven't heard All that right, song. So I'm going to stream just a little bit of it. Just a little bit of it. This song is literally idiot. It has been stuck in my head. <laughs> so if you want to hear more of that guys be sure to look up Kadam the comic uh, Candice Mwagaleli uh, on YouTube man it's a it's a fire track <laughs> honestly when I heard this song I wasn't expecting it to be stuck in my head like this but Kadam is actually a good He's actually a good rapper. Mm-hmm. And he may have been joking, but yo, Kadim, if you hear this, <laughs> I love this song, man. <laughs> I love this song. Yo, Get into the studio more. Yes, please. Drop more beats. Please, drop some more of that stuff. So recently, there was some talk about um, a space station being started here mm-hmm. for the for the youth. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that, fam? So, I... I I just got into a small discussion with my friends about it. So we, I think from the discussion, I'll just highlight two key points from it. So number one, um, having a space station and running that... Um, it's a space station school, right? A space is station it, is school. Is it a space? Yeah, space we actually, station school. Then we actually have, we actually need... A space a, station. Yes, a space station and put that satellite up there. Yeah. We will we'll need all that. Yeah. So one of my guys were actually, was actually saying to me, in all these things, this venture will not bring in any money. Mm. We, we will actually be pumping out money to run the space or to run the area. Can we afford this? Yes, that was the other thing. Then secondly, someone actually say that um, when we now have, you know, um, that aerial view of our country and to see each and everything that is there and we now have the capacity to do more. Yeah. We will now know all the minerals that we have. We will now know what's happening oh. before it happens. We will now know this and that. So this actually, in essence, will not directly get any money from it. But uh-huh. on the other way, we are... It's a step forward. It's a step and forward. And it's a great way for us to get more information pertaining yeah. to our country. And 
you know some so and the minerals and yeah. all of all of its secrets and all of its secrets someone was actually saying why is it the west is so obsessed with zimbabwe why can they not just go and do something else elsewhere <laughs> because zimbabwe this, yeah zimbabwe, <laughs> zimbabwe. <laughs> and the person was saying it was actually saying these guys they know more than us about our zimbabwe yes, so, that is true yes but if we now get an opportunity to have this station and get an idea of what we really have and what we are really worth then maybe then maybe we can you know rise or do something else but it's coming at a certain time and we are not really sure if we can afford it all of these changes come at, at the most awkwardest of moments i don't <laughs> election gimmick in that yeah it is to the election mode anything yeah. can happen exactly 10 plus 4 exactly <laughs> anything can happen election mode <laughs> yeah 10 yeah. plus 4 indeed my guy yeah so No, right. I mean, I may not shout out to Chichi Chaitika. I mean, yeah. <laughs> interesting times ahead, really, man. True. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, fam. So the conversation is shifting on to you. Um, I did I did say that you you, you did publish a book, right? Yeah. I And did. um can you tell us what it's called again? Oh, so the book is called How to Launch a Successful Career from High School. From high school. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay, where where did you go to high school? Um to some mission. <laughs> oh, you were a boarder. Yeah, I was a boarder at a mission school called St. Michael's High School, yeah. which is in Mondoro. Yeah. If I if I tell you the name St. Michael's High School, yeah. you you know, you think of St. George's, you, you think of St. Ignatius, <laughs> but wait until you come to the school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was what was it like there? Do you remember what it was like? Yeah, I do. Um I think for me the greater part it was awesome in one thing. Um, yeah. so I think from from the time I was in primary up until form 2 that term. Yeah. You know I was this introvert. I was this quiet kid. Um yeah. so the the whole school knew me because of one thing. I used to put on three quarter shorts. You know. <laughs> they were huge. One jimero was my round round So my My senior master used to pick on me because of the uh, shot. I told him, "Mfana, mfana wema shot, au ya nizi full quarter rake." Above we got shot, we got very much shot. My is a malaria, mara. Exactly. All the way from your ribs, mara. What is a malaria? I remember. I remember that this this one time because in I I did have a stint at boarding school this one time. It was winter. Says says in winter is a garam class ya mwari. And then this teacher guy he comes in and he's checking all the guys like figure my shorts of guard like face like figure my shorts of guard and then he got and we saw my BC swachi my actual shorts that they had and why fano saranika short cargo came guard so in any image he got to me and, mm. and then he had he had me remove my short I removed my shirt like I said I got nigga tot cargo came guard apa winter Mankumbaga zarajena. Ndaraga na itori bodi. Winter, winter, we don't bath. That's it's standard here. Ah, it's standard. That's the cases. You know that the plan would answer. Ore, rigani go gezaji. 
perasaan Monday to Tuesday What you just do is You'd wash your face And you'd wash your armpits Dear girls who I went to school with I'm so sorry But this is the truth Do you get to report? There was nothing else You could actually do Quenzu kushura So there I was bro Can you imagine Dagaru waka tuot kangu Takuburi some class All the girls were like Looking at me And they were laughing at me Mdara Abana Buddha takumanya test takananga kumadum tent mash tot tot oh like the entire block just had a field day with us man it was just it was just insane man but yeah that's that's part of what i remember so tell me something how did the idea for the book come up so when um when i started off um doing career engagements and talking to uh, to students and all that and maybe talking also to professionals you know who are yeah. uh, high up there yeah. so they continue to tell you what they require when they hire someone yeah then you also get to know what institutions look forward to when they get um an undergrad you know when you're starting off part one at a university or at any tertiary institution yeah so you see that all that progress which is up there it starts from high school yeah you know um this is where you get to understand or to get an idea of this is now the time that I have to set a career and this is now the time that I have to prepare for that specific career. So this is where the idea of the book came from to actually say, so how then as a young person, how do I, you know, prepare myself? How do I launch my career now, starting from high school? Well, so basically it's like uh, you, 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 you bring the kids into a process where they're visualizing It's like a, 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 a yeah position where they're visualizing mm-hmm. the steps that they're going to take towards yes their so careers yeah so there's this concept they call the log frame yeah uh, or the log from thinking so with the log from thinking you start with the end in mind you know so if you're home you actually say or better still just baby and but you've actually set a goal yeah. that's that's the idea so you set a goal after you set a goal then you start putting up the steps for you to reach the ultimate goal all right so if i am in high school i get an opportunity to think about my career to think about my life to think about in the next 50 years and with how much all right if i answer these questions then i can sit down and say this is now my time to launch my career all right let me do it but with the way um career paths have gone in zimbabwe especially due to unemployment underemployment and just the state of the economy how things just have a way of changing mm-hmm. willy nilly mdara into zamuna gata agastata banking this one time done told him kombi mdanda gara nimfesa tata ndakaita banking mdara ndakaita banking but at nakana day one randa kambushandisa chi qualification ya ngire banking is i think i ita yanga yanga kuita zwe farming okay yeah anga kuita zwe farming so you know how do you then one how do you then marry the two where one you want this kid to visualize the future and at the same time there are all these uncontrollable things within the environment and 
happening around them. No, no. So the idea is to say that. Because foot pane pressure e kutanzi. Make sure to show it up. Zine mari. Auna kana freedom ya ukuthi uite pesu your dreams or whatever. It's just make sure to show it up. Zine mari. So I had I had two ladies who came to the office yesterday. Yeah. Um, the other one is actually starting off part one yeah at catholic university doing business management and it yeah then the second one is a graduate of politics and administration from msu yeah so the equation was uh, so the first one was actually saying um, the one from msu saying i have done this degree but i agree with myself now you know soon after graduating she's agreeing with yourself that this degree was just- profitable five years ago the year that she started the degree sure. okay Then the second one is saying we have done you know the first semester at Catholic University you you generalize you know yeah. you get an opportunity to do everything yeah. in in a in a particular space then you go on to major you know to actually say this is what I'm going to be focusing on for the next 3 years yeah. so the now the question now is what is it that I'm going to pick which is profitable which is marketable and which is good for me yeah. so I end up telling people each and every time that it's not about getting the one which is marketable or profitable it's getting the job that you love it's putting yourself in an area you know if i get into this area i'm going to be the best i will excel i will excel and i am the best to myself at the same time yep. if they say that for the next 40 years after graduating i'll be working for the next 40 years before you retire at 65 that's almost 40 50 years you'll be working yeah you will not regret any day waking up at 7 to go to that job for the 8 to 5 so yeah. the idea now is to say which job can i take or which career can i pick where i know i'm going to excel right I excel in two ways yeah. so in the beginning i used to tell young people follow your passion you know yeah. sometimes they follow it blindly yeah but follow your passion but know how to monetize your passion because skills pay your bills. Ah. So in any <laughs> you got a catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> skills pay your bills. Yeah. So in any given way people will always try to see how are you going to monetize that particular skill that particular passion of yours and you go on with it. So like you were saying our economy is bad. Yeah. That could be temporary. So you could actually choose a career because you're seeing that maybe this is, you know, this is the thing that is marketable. So let me go for this. But then what happens if the economy goes back to normal? Will that specific career continue to be marketable? Then secondly, we are looking at the future of work. We are looking into technology. We are looking into artificial intelligence. We are A lot of the jobs that we hold at high esteem right now Mm-hmm. 20 years from now will be non-existent. They won't yes, they won't be in existence. So the, the And I'm very worried about that because I'm yeah. looking at our current school system. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not seeing I'm not seeing an effort to bring in a to, level of innovation to address mm-hmm. what's coming. Yeah. Because so, it is coming. <laughs> it's already here. Yes, <laughs> so it is here. The, I was talking to my lawyer friends the other day. I actually posted it on on, on do, Facebook. You do know that in a few years there won't be any lawyers. <laughs> Because there is a machine with an algorithm that <gasps> that, that can replicate what lawyers are please, doing right please now. Please whisper that insight. <laughs> <laughs> Dear lawyers, I love you, but yo, <laughs> technology is coming and it's kicking butts and taking no names, man. <laughs> so, there's this guy um 
I'm forgetting his name. So yeah. he's in the States. So this guy, what he did was he got hold of all the court cases that were tried in the States. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And you put all that information into one system. Right. So if I get arrested today, I go to his application. Then I say, um, drinking and driving. Yeah. Right. Then I will see all the court cases relating to the same incidents. Yeah. Then with that information, if I can read it, if I can translate it, yeah. if I can understand it, yeah. it means with that information, I can go and represent myself in the court. Yourself. Yes. There's <laughs> no need for me to get a lawyer because I'm getting an understanding. You, you remember the movie Law Abiding Citizen? Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's more like it. Yeah, you yeah, know, that yeah. guy, he had to go out there and study law to its best. Yeah. Then he comes back. Then, you know, he's... In a way, the law will not catch him. That's yeah. the same thing. So we are now having all these scenarios coming up and unfolding and all that. But if we don't know what's going to happen, it does not necessarily mean that we do not have to plan about the um, about tomorrow. Yeah. So that's the idea. Yeah. So there are two extremes in, in career development. You can actually go to a school, talk to kids. You'll get two groups. Yeah. The f- uh, actually three. you get the first one, they run with the uh, phrase career certainty. So these guys, they will be certain that this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm and going I'm, to be the governor of Zimbabwe. And they'll go for it. Yeah. Come what come may. Yeah. Then, I, I mean, I was in school, man. Yeah. I, I remember those guys. <laughs> you remember those guys? <laughs> they, were, they were determined to be governors, <laughs> but... <laughs> then comes the second group. Yeah. The second group who not, would actually say... Uh, Maybe for me, I'll be in the medical field. Yeah. But I'm not yet sure what I'll do exactly. But I know I have to be in the medical field. So they will take time to choose dentistry, to be a physician, to be a doctor, to be a pharmacist, to, to choose from all these. But they know that my field is in the medical. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. they get an idea. Yeah. Then the third group is these guys, they don't even know what's happening. <laughs> they, they have no idea so yeah. they can even go up until university not knowing what they want to do so these are the type of people that they get into university they do two years with a degree then they say ah no I'm not feeling this, this is degree not me. this is not me let me try out something else a friend of mine I was talking to a friend of mine in fact I was talking to a friend yeah a friend of mine and she said to me <clears throat> Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs oh yeah is wrong. It should actually be upside down. Mm-hmm. This is what a friend of mine, Black Pearl, special shout out to Black Pearl, because <laughs> she's the one who said it. And I'd never thought of it because she said to me, self-actualization is the first thing that should start because self-actualization is what gives birth mm-hmm. to everything else that you need in your life. True. It's like similar to say, it's similar to what you just said that skills pay the bills. Pay the bills. So I'm listening to what you're saying right now and you're saying, um, there, there's that group of people that then go to college and two years down the line, they're not feeling it. We're not taught self-actualization in school. We're not even groomed to think in line with self-actualization first. Mm-hmm. It's normally right. Chakapane <laughs> big. Hey, big. 
If there's anything that parents do which is very difficult for for young kids especially young boys is to be told ndiwe baba ben yeah you know you're yeah. the father of this house and yeah. you're being told that you are 9 years old you're 15 you're 20 you're 25 that's pressure man that's too much pressure that is a and lot of pressure no one out there and no guy out there would want kuona moms wa chishupika That's true. You would never want that. Yeah. So because of that, so when you was telling your story, you were saying that um he made a lot of decisions which made him end up in jail for 10 years. You oh know? my god. Because you you made sure that I have to get the money. I don't even have to go to school because Dini babemba. Dini babemba. In panendo chikoro saka aripamba ndia. Right, you know? So right. because of that he made a lot of decisions positively negatively something like that but the pressure is that ndiwe baba bemba yeah that's the first pressure yeah the second thing tirimu zim guys yeah vaskana vari kurorwa 7 10 15000 yeah ndaram chatori kuita 10 15000 yep saka ndine budget re 30 or alright on average une budget re 15000 yeah but you go into basa wo go pay 500 dollars then you start thinking so is it is it necessary to do even this degree is it necessary to even go to school yeah. did you want a guy or my brother who actually went to university graduate and banking but does it make sense you get so then you start getting all these questions and all these ideas and all that so then we bring them together yeah to get an idea yeah. on, with the book how to launch a successful career from high school so the book is the book is there to it's more like a workbook you know you get to read you get insights but then you you are given a section in each and every chapter to do write ups to actually say can you can you read can have you understood what you have read can you make a plan for yourself according to the information that you've just been given. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so something that you so like I said, there are people who actually be certain of what they want to do. Yeah. But for some it is very important to have an idea which will push you forward. To actually have an idea and understanding that I need a particular career that I have to focus on. Then, yeah. you know, everything then unfolds. But at the same time, these pressures are still, are still there. You get pressures from home. You get pressures from society. You get pressures from the it's, economy, it's, it's, from it's, politics, everywhere. It's so unfortunate because I feel like, in a lot of families, parents try to write whatever bad decisions they may have made financially or certain wrongs they may have, certain uh, miscalculated decisions mm-hmm. through their children. Mm-hmm. You know, in Tumbuti. Ah, ndaka wina lot omdara ndane 15 meter yangu na ndaka put it under age kanda age kanda katenga pens yangu ndaka isa marims and Shingoroja kana kubrozi wiko kubruku atiti then you oh yeah and it ndapira mari I will push you towards something that will alleviate 
my situation true and this is i think a situation that we are finding ourselves in mm-hmm. a lot of us are finding ourselves in because once we go out and push out in the situation there's no longer room for self actualization there's no longer room for passion there's no longer room for any proper planning mm-hmm. time survival mode yes, survival <laughs> i have mode. to survive <laughs> so like, it's it's a very complex predicament mm-hmm. like you're saying um so i think when i when i really um, some i think about 20 is it in 2013 that's that's more or less the time i started career zimbabwe and do career guidance work so we went to the school then we delivered you know this training to school um so in nyanga then after the training this kid walks up to me and says i am one of the best in my scientist class yeah okay um a level student i am the best one of the best in my scientist class but the danger i'm seeing or i'm foreseeing is that i'm going to have a hard time with my parents because when they see me and when they see the results for them they have a doctor in the house uh-huh. but for me i know deep within that i'm a fashion designer hey. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid goes on to saying uh. um, so i say so how do you know that you're a fashion designer so the kid says in my free time i can take a pencil and a paper i can do a design at any given time yeah without pressure yeah i can do it yeah relaxed i don't even need to think i don't even need to i can do it relaxed i take the same design i give it to my cousin who's doing a fashion degree in the states she takes the design she submits it as is she gets an a plus wow so i know that i'm a fashion designer so how wow. how do i go to my parents and tell them oh guys um after <laughs> after getting 15 points in sciences um i'm going to do fashion and design how do you do that how do you do that so they're now there um so in the book we i talk about different kinds of career parenting um of career parenting yeah so the first one is the traditional parents Um, yeah. so the traditional parents those are the ones we have uh, so these guys would actually say because they were taught uh, standard 4 and with the smith regime so their understanding is that pass grade 7 pass form 4 pass form 6 go to university get a job exactly. get married exactly. retire and e- die exactly that's what they say but format and you know it's not it's not, just it. a, it's not just a zimbabwean thing Everywhere. anywhere in africa yes. that is the setting that's the standard that's that's what and that's an employee mentality all yeah. over you know yeah. then you have the legacy parents so the legacy parents we are talking of uh, maybe the munenzas the kurakurerwas the masiwas yeah. so these these guys have actually been our first entrepreneurs or they have been the entrepreneurs so they've built these empires and businesses so to them they're saying If I die, you're my child. Yeah. You're supposed to carry on the legacy. You're supposed to carry on the name of the family. We still have to be up high there. Yeah. You know? So uh-huh. by virtue of that, 
Yeah. If you are the child in that family, even if you want to do something else, you know that kumbaku ne makombe aganze god given. Tufana kutuma manager. Kumbaku ne mabaza aganze kura kwero. Uchida usingadi. Whether you are a she or a he, you have to know how to manage the family business. Yeah. Or kumbaku tu ne mashop, kumbaku ne tech shop, kumbaku ne these are legacy parents. They have built something. Yeah. They they want it to continue. They want their name to continue. Yeah. They then within the space there's a second group of parents who your dad is a lawyer your father is a lawyer mm-hmm. your um, your big sister is a lawyer oh, everyone 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 is a lawyer everyone's so, either a lawyer or a doctor <laughs> yeah. so you by virtue of that you might not be able to choose anything else all right because everyone is putting pressure on you you yeah. are already a lawyer because yeah. everyone is saying everyone in this family has to go to law school yeah. or everyone in this family has to go to medical school yeah. so then there are the other group of parents where you get the first generation graduates so the first generation graduates are the maybe an example of me you you become the first graduate in your family yeah you look into your extended family two three families there's none there yeah. you become the first generation graduate yeah. so Sometimes the parents they're not even concerned on what you're doing. They actually say, I think we we know what you want. We will support you. What is it that you want? Let's support you on what? Yeah. On your what you want. So yeah. this different so there are more examples, but in each and every stance you see that each and every parent has a certain way of putting pressure or supporting a child yeah. on their career choice. Yeah. So the yeah. job is to now to the, to say to the child how then do you communicate your career choice to the parent because yeah these are the guys who are going to be paying for everything true you know true. so how then do i communicate what i want to do to the parents and also the parents communicate to what they think is good to me as well then we reach yeah some know, sort of agreement yeah an know? understanding so with this kid i was talking to uh, talking about uh, so they did not reach an agreement with the parents when she finished so that meant that um in the first year she did not go to school because the parents wanted this she wanted that in the second year she wanted this the parents wanted that so two years down the line no one is going to school no progress it's because people are not agreeing on yeah. <laughs> how how you have to select a career and yeah. this and do that but for some families of ours dude Hauna kana mukana wokutomaita zvesezvo. Ah, it's a favor mode guys. It's a favor mode. Because utorine utorine vapana 2 3 vari kumashure kwa. Wakatobiri noti twitter blow up shamaruto zvatase utozvajega. You want to go graduate cheat. It wanna graft gabuz. Tisi takatokutarisa iwewe. Exactly. The pressure that you are talking about. I think it's it's very unfortunate because this pressure doesn't stop at that level at university level i think this is why we have so many broken adults who are so disconnected from their jobs like have you ever been to a place where someone just hates their job you get them daraga <laughs> the atmosphere is just cold <laughs> it's the, just cold like the pressure you're saying my girlfriend was saying to it's me it's horrible my girlfriend was saying to me two days ago Um and there are a lot of people who hate their jobs. <laughs> no, she was actually saying a busload. If you want to see broken people and broken families, especially the our families that we are st- supposed to create now, yeah. we'll start ingodana na breadwinner. We ingwe muri. Uri pa mawana. 
if if you are the breadwinner at your place yeah. and dude and you get married yeah. because she she's going to fight for the same resources which are in the house with your family Oh yeah bro yeah 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. Na bread with <laughs> that's what she was saying so i think she was getting it from your friends or something but but she's right because i've seen right. instances where something like that has been happening then you get the broken adults exactly yeah you've got the broken adults <laughs> pressure everywhere it's it's insane fam it's insane it's insane you know um I just feel like these are conversations that we need to have more of. You know, because the fact that we find ourselves in this situation means good pane. There's something which is lacking. Exactly. There's yes. there's something wrong somewhere. But there's like something But in all this discussion, I would I'd like people to understand one thing. Changing careers is normal. Uh-huh. It's part of life. It's very very normal. Yeah. Um I started off doing political science. Yeah. That's what I did at UZ. Yeah. So in my third year, that's when I said, um, let me try out career development or actually this is what I want to do. So in the first four or five years after graduation, I was doing two things, careers and at the same time using my political science degree working elsewhere. Yeah. So I was doing those two things at the same time. Yeah. So <coughs> then I finished, then I started taking courses on career management, then I'm full-time, then the book, then everything else that I think I should do within that space. But when you move or when people make these career uh, transitions or changes, it's very normal because psychologists actually say it's a person on average you change three careers in your life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's very normal. Sometimes get someone can actually start off as a teacher then get into education management. Yeah. then get into consultancy then you know you change and you you you, you adapt you evolve you know you, you see you see what's what's there what's not there and and all that then you always see a link in all these things that you're doing because you, your person doesn't change you know yeah. inside you don't change yeah. so for me i've actually seen areas where i use my political science even when i'm talking about education All right. Then there are areas where even if I'm talking about education I bring in politics. All you know, right. all these things they will always have feed into each other. They will always feed into each other in one way or the other. If you get into a deeper conversation with the guy you were talking about who, who was a banker yeah. or who got a banking degree but now he's Out into farming. farming. Yeah. The way he handles his business, his management, his accounts, his everything is totally different because you know he's fusing most of these things from from the banking qualification that you got so you always be useful in some way yeah in some way right so we touched a bit on how um the education system right now mm-hmm. is a bit broken so i stumbled upon a soundbite mm-hmm. that i'm going to play it right now it's called six problems with modern schooling system so i need you to listen very carefully <laughs> and we're going to discuss this all right There is a growing feeling today that something is wrong with our system of education. But what is it? Well, we send our children to school to prepare them for the real world, which is changing very, very fast. But our schools haven't changed much for hundreds of years. In fact, thought leaders from around the world agree that the current system of education was designed in the industrial age mainly to churn out factory workers. 
And this industrial age mentality of mass production and mass control still runs deep in schools. Industrial age values. Problem one. Mm -hmm. We educate children by batches and govern their lives by ringing bells. All day long, students do nothing but follow instructions. Sit down, take out your books, turn to page 40, solve problem number three, stop talking. At school, you're awarded for doing exactly what you're told. These are industrial age values that were really important for factory workers. Their success depended on following instructions and doing exactly what they were told. But in today's world, how far can you get by simply following instructions? The modern world values people who can be creative, who can communicate their ideas and collaborate with others. But our children don't get a chance to develop such skills in a system that's based on industrial age values. Lack of autonomy Problem and control. At school, our children experience a complete lack of autonomy and control. Every minute of a child's life is tightly controlled by the system. But in today's world, if you're doing important work, then you're managing your own time. You're making your own decisions regarding what to do and when to do it. But life at school looks very different. The system is sending a dangerous message to our children that they are not in charge of their own lives. They just have to follow whatever is laid down instead of taking charge and making the most of their lives. Experts believe autonomy is incredibly important for children. It's no wonder then that our children are bored and demotivated by school. Can you imagine how you would feel if you were told exactly what to do for every minute of your life? Inauthentic learning. Problem number three. Most of the learning that happens in schools today is not authentic because it relies on memorization and rote learning. The system defines a generic set of knowledge that all children must know. And then, every few months we measure how much has been retained by administering exams. We know that such learning is not authentic because most of it is gone the day after the exam. Learning can be much deeper and more authentic. It can be so much more than just memorization and retention. But that's the only thing we measure, and test scores are the only thing we value. This has created an extremely unhealthy culture for students, parents and teachers. Children are going through endless hours of tuitions, staying up all night memorizing useless facts that they will forget very soon. No room for passions and interests. Problem number four. We have an extremely standardized system where each child must learn the same thing at the same time in the same way as everyone else. This doesn't respect the basic fact of being human, that each of us is unique and different in our own way. We all have different passions and interests. And the key to fulfillment in life is to find your passion. But do the schools of today help our children find and develop their passion? There seems to be no room in the current education system for the most important questions in a child's life. What am I good at? What do I want to do in life? How do I fit into this world? The system doesn't seem to care. There are so many greatly talented people who failed in the traditional school system. Fortunately, they were able to overcome these failures, but not everyone can. We have no measure for how much talent, how much potential goes unrecognized in the current system. Differences in how we learn. Problem number five. Each of us is also different in how we learn, in how much time we take to learn something, 
and what tools and resources work best for us. But the system has no room for such differences. So if you're a bit slow in learning something, you are considered a failure, when all you needed was a bit more time to catch up. Lecturing. In the current system, children are lectured for more than five hours a day. But there are a few big problems with lecturing. Sal Khan from Khan Academy calls lecturing a fundamentally dehumanizing experience. 30 kids with fingers on their lips not allowed to interact with each other. Also, in any given classroom, different students are at different levels of understanding. Now, whatever the teacher does, there are bound to be students who are either bored because they're ahead or confused because they're behind. Because of the internet and digital media, our children have at their fingertips all the information in the world. Technology has made it possible for anyone to learn anything. But for fear of losing control, the system is not leveraging these incredible resources. Our system of education, which evolved in the industrial age, has become outdated and ineffective. If we want to prepare our children for the modern world, if we want learning to be effective and engaging, then there's no doubt that we need to fundamentally change our system of education. Right. That was our soundbite segment. Dude, that's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> that was our soundbite segment. All right. So I was taking a, um, some notes. Yeah. So allow <clears throat> me to respond in either. It's in yeah, no order. But go, go. Yeah. So um, on one of the problems, so it's... So Finland has one of the best educational systems in the world. Yeah. So in their writings and their research, they actually say that a country should define their educational model. Are you an inside educational system or an outside educational system? So if it's inside, it means that we have more of lectures, more of theory, more of that stuff. Yeah. The bookish part. Yeah. If you're outside, we are getting the student to have an experience of what they're being taught. Yeah. So then other countries would actually say, let's bring the two together. Yeah. So that you have theory and, and practical. The practical. So now the danger is that in most cases, when people say that we are going to merge the practical and the theory, it's they put less emphasis on the practical side or they invest less on the practical side. So yeah. you have someone who did agriculture in high school, uh -huh. but they cannot manage a farm. Kamu farm Kamu Humba. But in you can't you can't have a garden remember vegetables. But then but you did agriculture and you got an A, a B or a C. It's this it means I, that there's something wrong I, on the practical side. I so agree with you because when I was doing computers, mm -hmm. I only thought the only thing you could do was Q basic, just programming. Mm -hmm. Microsoft Word is Nukchansa and PowerPoint and all that. That's all I thought. You got to chance publish out in that topping. I didn't know good graphic design. 
none of that nakaruso zianda ndaenda my 20s so now that point brings me to my second one yeah so i was given this this statement with a friend of mine who's um he has he has been in the educational sector for more than 20 years now yeah so he says to me you have to understand one thing when you go to the schools and talk to them yeah. schools are institutions of learning yeah. but the schools are not learning right so the school is an institution of learning but, but the, the school, school itself, itself is, is not, not learning. learning um yeah that's so, so deep so, you, so deep. You, it's not evolving it's not evolving. it's like what they were saying yes Could so, the rest you, of the world is moving forward the rest of the world is evolving but our school systems so they are not changing yeah it's the same so the qualification that your grade 1 teacher had when that teacher taught you it's now 20 years down the line you now a graduate you got a degree if you go back to that grade 1 teacher of yours it's the same most likely model. most likely yes. she or he still has the same diploma yes she did not do any other program to to shape up yeah to evolve yeah. Yeah. to learn more about education no but it's it's but then you know what it's not i i i think we can't necessarily blame the teachers as well because the system i think the system kind of benefits from the from, incompetence from from, <laughs> from the way that being, that it that it yes. that it is right now the system is working perfectly fine <laughs> for them so at a certain point in time we had a challenge at use it um, yeah. that we saw that so they actually had to put all the lecturers on you know on a schedule to actually say all lecturers who want to continue lecturing here by the time you know by this and this year you should all have a master's degree or a doctor or a something like that yeah you know because it was just like i've graduated this year i don't have any job all right let me go back to use it then you start lecturing you do not have experience of the world of the industry that yeah. you're teaching people to go to you have not seen it yeah secondly you do not have a master's degree that has given you the requisite skill or information for you to master that particular subject and go on to teach someone mm-hmm. you know so the institutions of learning they are not learning themselves then you, i i can have you seen the video bro by prince ear when he's bringing the school to court his argument is that he he gives an example of how we have evolved in developing cars to the extent that today you can have a self driving car yeah. you can hit your own seat yeah. you can do this you can do that yeah. in your own car yeah. the car has evolved so quite much. dramatically yeah. but the class model or the lecturing system it Hasn't. is still the same from the time of ford emir ford that up is to true. now that is true there's a huge exclusion of innovation within our education system mm-hmm. and it's much like what we're saying now and now we are at a point where these jobs they are preparing um we they are, they are preparing the kids for they are now at risk mm-hmm. of being lost but no one is having this conversation we're all going about like it's it's all normal let me give you an example pakatanga eh nyaya ukutengisa magets at random stores and it 
people, I remember people bought my machine, people bought their machines. There was a tuck shop here that sold my gets. There was a tuck shop here that sold my gets. There was a tuck shop that sold my gets here. Mm-hmm. And then Econet just draws and it's like, comes and it's like, uh, we're innovating this. Now you can buy my gets on your phone. There's no need for you to walk around. There's no need for these guys anymore. <laughs> Boom. To my tuck shop, I took out like isn't there a number kumba kwangu easy so karibu exactly but exactly and this is where we're headed if we don't start having the right conversations and preparing people for what's to come and the best time is to teach a high school student to evolve and to adopt and it's not just high school. I'm, I'm thinking even adults. <laughs> <laughs> we're in, yeah. st- in still in that struggle. Exactly. We're even. We're all. We all really need to start adopting a system of evolving. And I, I guess the system is afraid of implementing most of these things because it means a lot of people will get laid off. A lot of there'll be a lot of cuts, they'll and no huge. one wants to get cut off. Yeah. But whichever way you look at it. It's coming. So, yes. in essence, so the next point is like exactly like you're saying. Yeah. We need to talk about the future of work. Yeah. So, the future of work, I would just hint on two, maybe one area actually, which I talk to my friends most of the time. We have an eight to five. I don't have an eight to five. Yeah. You know, you can, I can work on, if I have internet, I can work from anyway. Yeah. You that's know, that's I what I re- that's yeah. what that's something I discovered as well. <laughs> you can do anything. I, I, I literally want. no longer need <laughs> the office. The, the office. I can move. I can work on the go. Yes. As long as I've got internet, I'm good. Yeah. So my friends who have an eight to five, they struggle with this. So I always tell them that maybe you have to sit with your management and talk about doing a results-based approach into work. To actually say, on Monday we have a meeting, then we have a target for the week okay with yeah. the supervisor then the supervisor says you know the institutional target is this so for marketing your target is this for this department your target is this for yeah. manufacturing your department target is this so yeah. if everyone reaches their target on tuesday yeah there might be no need for you to come to the office for eight to five on wednesday thursday and friday so besides you enjoying autonomy yeah. In, in, besides you enjoying that space and controlling that what you're doing and what you love, yeah, you also get to work very hard to meet your your target. So yeah. by the end of the day, you are saving electricity in the office. You are saving internet. You are saving yeah. on the phone bill. Yeah, you're, you're saving on on a, on a lot, lot of expenses. Of you know, you are saving on a lot of expenses. Yes, compared to the other idea to say management just says come to the office for what? Then you're, you're given work to do on the go as you are in the office. <laughs> then you, you get people who say, dude, um, you've ever got this, um, or actually, it's either you sending the message to your girlfriend or your girlfriend sending you the message that, um, sorry, I, we, I can't meet with you today. I just got an assignment now. And yeah, it's quarter past yeah, four yeah. and you finish work at half past four. Yeah, I've, it's, I've, because, it's because of that idea that people do not sit tickets in the beginning they, of the week of what yeah. they want to do. If you get pop-ups, it's easier to manage when you already have targets for the week. Yeah. You know, something like that. So the idea now is to saying a person should be paid per hour 
yeah. or a pay result that you have that you have you know brought to the company. Yeah. This is the idea of the future of work. That's one. The second one. Oh, I had said I will mention one. All right. The second one is brick and mortar office. Yeah. It's no longer necessary. That's true. Most careers that we have, or if you check most entrepreneurs that are there. They come to B2C, they come to, they go to GBI, uh, co-working space, they go yep. to all these co-working spaces, uh, uh, co-working space areas and do their work. Yeah. Or you do it from home. Yeah. If you have a client, you meet at a coffee shop. If you have a smartphone, you can even work from your phone. And it's, <laughs> and it's done. It's, it's, yeah, and it's happening right now. Like, you can send your emails, you can do your Google, what, what, Google, you can do so much work. So, <laughs> if, if the future of work is like tech like this, then you have a whole generation that will only see a computer or a smartphone when they are 17 years old. Then we have a challenge. How are you going to make sure that your career choice is aligned or is fusing into technology well if you do not know if you don't know how to navigate that is the so true computer that the is smartphone any so lcd camera if you don't know how to navigate it yeah. then how are you going to make it useful or align it to your career yeah so the future of work that's the other conversation that you were talking about so the other point so by, there's there's a research that um, was done by this guy. So in his research, he says, by the time a child um, finishes maybe grade seven, to according to our educational sector, yeah. by the time you reach grade seven, a child would have heard the word no 150,000 times, yeah. and the child and the word yes 5,000 times. Wow! So by that time, yeah, like the audio you're playing, yeah. you have been taught to be disciplined by following what is there. No matter what you think, if it makes sense or yeah, not, exactly. if we are saying go right, please go right. Exactly. What you think doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, something exactly. like that. So it's, 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 it's literally grooming them for, yeah, well, they say it's the industrial age, but really, I say it's the formal employment sector. That's how you groom your person. It's a, it, it actually comes from politics. So they designed education for the reasons of controlling people. Yeah. So the political space actually said, let's have a space where people go and we design them to think in a certain way so that we can control them. Yeah. So when they were controlled, then came the industrial age and said, ah, okay. So let, yes, let's model them in this direction. Yeah. If things change, let's model in this. So then the culture comes into the play, the culture of that particular um, country or people. So I was having this discussion with this um, with this guy, um, old guy, 75, 80 or so. So yeah. he's the one who was driving. So then... You know, you know Harare driving these days. It's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> yeah. So he says, this is not... So he actually said, what's causing this? Then Vandata, ah, license. What do you think? You know, people are just buying license. They're not even qualified to be driving. But yeah. then he says, no, I don't blame it on buying the license. I blame it on how we are taking 
the road rules and regulations when we adopted the road rules and regulations takango zvitora from a certain community which has its own culture fatango chitora chakadaro road rules patasungo chiti dzi matiri andatika yeah because of that ivo vakachigadzira looking at their culture yeah and this is what i told but i'm going to go yeah but it's not fused into into our culture yeah. so then we have so many differences so for evoca that road rules in oshanda kwao to the extent that ukashika pa robot and it can i receive a shanda you know the first thing is for you to stop because kuni mwe munambo mira kudara i have to give that person a chance when you wait to say wait i end but let me give this person eh? it's it's part of their culture then they have the road rules and regulations and all that so it's the same thing we you take an educational model you just copy and paste it from another country you put it into your country you do not put into perspective what your culture says what this says and then you're going to have a challenge oh, then man. you're going to have all these gaps in between the areas So we have a lot we still of work yes we do. still we have to we have to connect our education with our culture and at the same time we have to marry it with the advancements in technology yes and this is the problem i have with yes men because mm-hmm. yes men don't question things they don't and they wait for um a situation such as this mm-hmm. it's like been building up because we've not questioned the system we've just been taking everything in everything has been building up mm-hmm. building up building up and yeah. now it's at a point where we're like oh snap we have to do something <laughs> and even our reaction time problem. is not as fast as it should be it's it's quite slow it's quite slow so yeah, yeah. so yeah i'm almost coming to an end <laughs> all right so the other one is that which has been said our system celebrates repetition oh yeah it does it celebrates repetition big time and if you fail to repeat or if you question repeating then you are a failure oh, and yeah. the system puts you aside yeah so when we're doing so when i started off doing um the work then i realized that there's a certain group that is mostly forgotten in all the work that we do uh-huh persons living with disabilities Oh, yeah. So the idea is to say that muno or traditionally what people were say were doing kanongori nemwana ane any disability mwana yanogara kavharirwa mumba and haende kuchikoro they never do anything yep but now we are seeing that people with disabilities are just like us if you are living with a disability wakangofanana nemwe munhu wese because you still have your mind intact so you can still model it to function in a certain way towards a certain career so anyone can actually choose a career and do what they want to do and thanks to the advancements of technology you can literally sit on youtube and just start learning stuff yes and definitely. teaching yourself so, stuff. <laughs> surprisingly so at our school we had um, a resource center uh, at high school we had a resource center where so the school could actually it actually had a quota system of the students uh, living with dif- uh, disabilities would be accepted in the school uh, so i actually had two teachers the one was partially blind the one was totally blind and in these subjects at a level i had aids wow from these guys wow so 
I even up to now I understand that each and every person on earth who is living with a disability can do something with their life. Wow. And it's just us giving them that opportunity. The opportunity. And giving them that chance and that support which they need. So right. if we don't have it in our system then we have a, a we have a challenge. And bringing not only this group but each and every other student who because Tirvan were different when were unique yeah. so which means the way he handled a grasp information is totally different from how you do it because pangwe need to know the theory more for me to understand the other person any a pictorial memory if i can go one the image i can ganwe that's it you know mumemu muna is a sensory angane a sensor and then they know everything but elo tindakambo kuona wewe kai muna december musiyo ngoka to figure kepi yelo and it ne t-shirt ya white ne boots ya black ni chakati kuti ha how could you remember these things it's because we take in differently and we analyze and check out the information differently but the system here do much yeah if you just go different to the set targets shut up ah. practically because of that dude you are a failure yeah that's what they say that's what they say and to wanna to paningi panishi panimi challenge you so all right all right so let me go on get on to the few last ones and yeah all right because we're coming into we are about to get into our third segment Oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> so, so this should be the last one. Yeah. All right. So now when when you get to to understand all these things, then you get one thing which is very interesting, which I covered in the book um specifically with an autobiography of Jake Mukido. You know Jake right? Vote Cosmetics. So Oh so Jackie Mugido no, no I don't know. <laughs> Jackie Mugido is a Zimbabwean uh, who's now based in the states. Um, yeah. She owns a line in Vault Cosmetics. Oh. She, she actually in cosmetics. So her company is Vault Cosmetics. All right. So you can even see um her staff actually signed Jackie lipsticks or something like All that. All right. So Jackie's huge in this area. So when I was talking to her then she said When I was young, I told myself that this is my space. I want to do makeup. I want to be in the cosmetics area big time. And as she wrote a biography then she said, I had a challenge communicating that this is what I want to do. Because remember, our system which is the streamlined education, it celebrates lawyers Yeah, it celebrates engineers. Yeah. It celebrates accountants. Yeah. It celebrates doctors. Yeah. If you want to be a teacher, what's wrong with you? Oh yeah. If you want to be like Kao Joshua Ngwe and become a stand-up comedian, dude, are you crazy? <laughs> Because it's so this is the stage where if my girlfriend hears this she will be laughing. Passion killers. Yeah. These a 10 in each and every you know at school in society the economy they are passion killers you want to follow your passion you have defined that this is what i want to do i will, i can monetize in this way but if you are not going in the right uh, 
spectrum or the the norm if you're not in the norm you know the status quo then you are an outcast even if you choose a career you still there are still careers which are out of the status quo for some how can you not be going to work 8 to 5 mm-hmm. how are you going to survive yeah that's what yeah you know you want to get married to this guy and send a copy ana itaiga ana itata copy ah sometimes anu ngeta pa laptop agari kumba anu anu raya muri nenzaro you know so there are those careers where people would actually say no but funny enough if you read around the future of work the future of work says most of these key careers that we are focused on and talking about they are going to be taken by artificial intelligence jack jack ma said we cannot compete against machines yes we have to start embracing softer skills mm-hmm. that remind us that we are still human in that space then it says that a machine or artificial intelligence cannot actually do what cow Joshua Ngwe does it can't it can't and be creative artificial <laughs> intelligence cannot be Kevin Hart it cannot be Trevor Noah it cannot uh, be Dominic Benura yeah you know so the art sector it cannot be Winky D so the art sector is the one which is going to boom and it's going to boom big time two reasons one artificial intelligence cannot take the human element which these artists have yeah. secondly we have more time to our hands because machines are doing most of the work yeah. so we need entertainment and entertainment will get it from the art sector yeah. <laughs> that's true but the careers in the art sector are not celebrated challenge of the day <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much Paddington. Mm-hmm. Um we've come to the third, seg- third segment uh, and it's called celebrity story. So, I don't know, do you have an international or local celebrity that you once had an experience with, that you had an encounter with, that you had a a memorable moment with? Could be local, could be international. Let me come back to Kao Joshua. So, I when I started off doing um, my career work So yeah. I was in university in my last year. Then the first step I took was just to say let me just open a Facebook page. You know? So yeah. that's the first thing I did. But yeah. I was still doing political science. So then I started sharing information about careers and all that. Then I started posting um or sharing work being done by Kao Joshua Ngwe. So imagine from 2013, 2014, 15, 16, 17 then 2018 yeah that's when i met him wow but all these years wow we were sharing information online dude can you do this yes i can all right let me share it for you dude can you write an article yes i can let me do this for you all right let's do this can you share information on that can we do this can we do that can we and all this work was online i only met him after several years 2018 wow, wow. we couldn't keep quiet and the uh, nelsi was there so nelsi was angry yeah you guys you're making noise hey i want to sleep you want to do this <laughs> because we kept on and on and on and having these conversations like the one we're having now so how then do we change the mindset how do we shift perspectives yeah you know yeah that's i think that's that's mine yeah wow 
Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That is dope. A special shout out to Carl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fam. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, I had a very, very enlightening moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel that conversations such as this should not stop. It's only, it's a pity that we only have at most an hour to do a podcast because then <laughs> but yo, this is the level that we ought to be at every day. So thank you so much, fam, for coming through. Uh, where can people follow you and get your book? So if you go to uh, any social media platform, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, yeah, just say Keria Zimbabwe, yeah, and you get you get me there. Right. Yeah, that's my work. Or follow me on all the platforms again, Paddington Nundu. All right. Yes. And the book, how can they get the book? Um, the book you... So currently what I did, I got I got an advice from one of my friends. So they said, you have to have a change a bit. Do not do the big launch as yet. So, and that means that the book is not yet in the stores. Right. So I'm trying out the market myself. I'm seeing how it is. Right. If it's profitable, you go all out. If it's profitable, <laughs> then I'll go out. Yeah. So most probably I'll do the launch in September. Then you will see the book on Amazon and all the other platforms that time. But for currently, you can just send me a WhatsApp on 773-364-464. Right. 773-364-464. Then I bring the copy to you. All right. Yeah. Right. And be sure to follow us at The Juice. And uh, by the way, Paddington also has a podcast called Careers Zimbabwe on uh, this platform as well. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was so curious about education. I felt like it's a subject that we had to discuss today. True. So, yeah. Ha, that's my two cents. I got a serious peace. <laughs> <laughs> and now. Capital 263.